Okay, Hare Krishna. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Radhakala Chandi's Srimad Bhagavatam class. This morning we're reading from the first canto, chapter 4, text number 8, the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the appearance of Sri Narda. Uh, oops. Radha Madhava Jakunjabi Hari Radha Madhava Gopichana Valabapa Jaya Gate Vadam Hari Jaya Gate Hari Yasu Dandana Raja Jana Yasu Dandana Raja Jana Jaya Jamuna Tira Vanachari ki jayakunjabi hari Jamuna tira vana chari ki jayakunjabi hari Radha Madhava Jakumi Hari Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So I'll read the Sanskrit verse. It goes, Sagodo Hanamatram Hini Griheshu Grihamedinam Avikshate Mahabhagas 
Tirti Kurvamsh Tad Ashramam. So word for word, Saha is he, Sukadev Goswami. Go do hana mantram, only for the time of milking the cow. He, certainly, Griheshu, in the house, Grihamedinam, of the householders. Avekshate, waits, Mahabhaga, the most fortunate, Tirti, pilgrimage, Kurvan, transforming, Tat Ashraman, the residence, translation report by his divine grace, Srila Prabhupada. He, Sukadev Goswami, was accustomed to stay at the door of a householder only long enough for a cow to be milked. And he did this just to sanctify the residence. Report. Sukadev Goswami met Emperor Parikshit and explained the text of Srimad Bhagavatam. He was not accustomed to stay at any householder's residence for more than half an hour at the time of milking the cow. And he would just take alms from the fortunate householder. This was to sanctify the residence by his auspicious presence. Therefore, Shukadev Goswami is an ideal preacher, established in the transcendental position. From his activities, those who are in the renounced order of life and dedicated to the mission of preaching the message of Godhead should learn that they have no business with householders save and accept to enlighten them in transcendental knowledge. Such asking for alms from the householder should be for the purpose of sanctifying his home. One who is in the renounced order of life should not be allured by the glamour of the householder's worldly possessions and thus become subservient to worldly men. For one who is in the renounced order of life, this is much more dangerous than drinking poison and committing suicide. Om Garantamarandasya Garanjana Shalakaya Chakshusamilitam Jaina Tasmai Shri Guru Vednamaha Shri Chaitanamano Bistam Stapitam Jaina Bhutale Swayam Rupakdamaya Vidati Swapadantikam In our verse today, here Srila Prabhupada's explaining a little bit of the culture um, of the Varnashram system. Uh, it's this little section of um, Sukadeva Goswami's life here is being described, this, this section of his life is being described as how he was only accustomed to stay at a home for about 30 minutes while a cow was being milked. And he would give association to the householders. He would um, visit and beg alms for his sustenance. Our Krishna consciousness movement is actually part of the Varnashram system or it um, practices or encapsulates the Varnashram system. Um, Varnashram is different from the um, caste system in that the Varnashram system is directed towards pure devotional service to Lord Krishna. Varnashram um, is divided into eight sections, four spiritual divisions and four working divisions. 
The um, spiritual divisions are the Brahmachari ashram, the Grihastha ashram, the Vanaprastha ashram, and the Sannyas ashram. And the four working divisions are Sudras, Vaishas, Kshatriyas, and Brahmanas. So for the spiritual ashram, um, beginning with the Brahmachari ashram, um, boys and girls at an early age, Prahlad Maharaj recommends as early as possible, but beginning from the age of five, a formal education is um, given to a child basically with the purpose of understanding who the Supreme Lord is, who their identity is as a spirit, eternal spirit soul, the process and the process of devotional service to the Supreme Lord. And the purpose of this is to awaken one's original um, love for their lordships, for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, and also to become freed from the dictations of the senses and the modes of material nature. Basically, the brahmachari or brahmacharini is trained to be able to control their senses and to focus their energy in the service of the spiritual master and Krishna. The Grihastha ashram is the um, practice of married life when a boy and girl are brought together in a sanctified way and their families um, are brought together to assist in um, raising Krishna conscious children and to assist one another in the practice of their spiritual life. Um, there's the um, a relationship of companionship or a, a relationship where families facilitate or assist one another in their spiritual practice. Vanaprastha ashram is practiced after um, the Grihastha's children are um, raised and um, married, or at least um, educated and practicing some profession. And the um, Banaprasta or is um, met, the husband and wife then um, give up their practice of of um, some worldly profession, and they begin to travel on pilgrimage. Hurry, right? And they begin to practice um, pilgrimage going from temple to temple and dedicating themselves to the worship of the Supreme Lord and also um, taking their accumulated wealth and giving it in charity um, at those holy places to people um, in the renounced order to help the devotees in their practice of spiritual life. And then the fourth order is the order of sannyas, where um, the couple will separate. Um, the lady is then, um, she is placed under the care of her um, older sons. Um, and then the man will then dedicate himself fully to the practice of devotional service, engaging all the actions of his body, mind, and words in Krishna consciousness. 
and the spreading of Krishna consciousness. So these are the four spiritual orders. Um, and then the four working orders can be compared to a um, social body. For example, um, just like we have a head, arms, stomach, and legs, so in the same way, the Brahminical class of people are compared to the head because they work with their intelligence, they develop um, their a clear understanding of spiritual life, a clear understanding of what is spirit, what is matter, what the purpose of life is. They um, lead society in um, their spiritual practice and in understanding the goal of life. And there are the kshatriyas. They're compared to be like the arms of the society. And they, uh, shut means hurt. And, and triya means to protect one. So to protect others from harm. Kshatriya is meant for protecting the people of society and helping to facilitate them in their spiritual practice and in their social um, work. Um, of course, when we talk about education, um, we talk about the development of an understanding of what is spirit and what is matter, who the Supreme Lord is, what our spiritual identity is, and what our relationship is. That is knowledge, according to the Vedas. Um, engineering and other types of um, material work are compared to be arts. In Sanskrit, they're called shilpi. And um, the development of those technical understanding or that technical understanding or technical abilities, they are not considered to be knowledge, but rather an art form. In other words, if one was to live their life in a very artistic way with lots of engineering, nice home, nice car, nice phone, and so forth... Um, even though they may have perfected some um, type of, of manufacturing or, or engineering, still they will not achieve the perfection of life, which is to go back home, back to Godhead. In other words, just to live our life in a very artistic way um, with different forms of entertainment and facility is not considered actual knowledge. So... Brahmanas, Kshatriyas, and then there are Vaishas. Vaishas are compared to be like the stomach, and they produce um, food and wealth for the other divisions of society. Um, Vaishas are primarily um, farmers and business people, but anyone who's endeavoring for some type of um, economic development can come into that category. And um, and then we have the shooters. Shooters are the working class, and they're compared to be like the legs that assist the other classes of society um, through the through labor, through physical labor. So um, we have this practice. Um, Prabhupada, his hope with Iskan was to train a Brahminical class of men and women who could uh, lead society and educate society in the practice of Krishna consciousness and give a spiritual understanding 
to those um, they came in contact with. Uh, and this is the month of December. Prabhupada encouraged all the devotees to distribute books. Um, I've, I'm working during the day and night sometimes, and uh, what I've done now is um, I'm buying cases of books, and then everyone that I meet, I spend a few minutes, and I give them a book and talk to them about the temple and the restaurant and the practice of Krishna consciousness. It's a very, very sweet way to uh, distribute books and also to make friends um, and invite people to the programs that we're offering here. Um, as you can see here in the, the example of Sukadev Goswami, he was being very careful not to become influenced, as Prabhupada writes here, by the glamour of a householder's worldly possessions. And with the, with the downfall of becoming subservient to worldly men. So there are a number of bhajans and, and different prayers where we find this same description being given. Um, ultimately, we're meant to come to the point where we are fully dedicated our lives to the Paramahansa, to the Paramahansa, to the spiritual master, and ultimately to Krishna. This is the example that's been shown by our previous acharyas. Um, so basically, uh, the downfall of a person in Krishna consciousness is when we become subservient to worldly men. Why? Because worldly men are attached to sense enjoyment. And when we um, become subservient to them, then we develop a similar... Um, we become bound by similar desires or similar um, goals. When Srila uh, Sanatana Goswami, he explains in the... Um, in the Bhakti Rasamrita, no, not Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, in the um, Archana Padati, Sri Gopal Bhatta Goswami and Sanatana Goswami compiled this elaborate uh, literature on the practice of Krishna consciousness and Vaishnava etiquette as well as deity worship. And there um, they describe how the devotees will not even worship the demigods. It's not that the devotees disrespect the demigods, but they do not worship the demigods because the demigods are still influenced by material desire. So when we worship the uh, demigods, those material desires become transferred to us. You become just like the person that you associate with, or especially you become like the persons that you worship. So the Banashram system is meant like that, and even here, someone as exalted as Sukadev Goswami, he's the son of Srila Vyasadeva, he's the disciple of Narada Muni, but it's described here that he was very careful not to associate with grihastas unnecessarily, not just grihamedis, but even devotees in the householder life, in the householder um, division or the householder ashram, because not that the grihastas were bad, but because there is a tendency to become attracted by worldly possessions. 
For example, we're practicing ekadasi, and in the strict um, practice of ekadasi is to refrain not only from eating beans and grains, but from eating anything, and also even from drinking water, and to increase one's chanting, um, and to the um, extent that one, um, to the maximum amount of rounds a person can chant, and to um, increase one's hearing and chanting of the scriptures and the worship of the deities. And the result of that, or the purpose of that, the purpose and the result, is that one gets an experience of Krishna consciousness without sense gratification. Because normally we're mixing sense gratification with the practice of Krishna consciousness. Um, so the result is that we get a clear understanding of the satisfaction that comes from within us by Krishna consciousness without sense gratification. And the result of that is that one can be saved at the time of death from hankering or desiring something material. So all these practices are ultimately aimed at us um, increasing and, and fully awakening our love and attachment to their lordships and to actually become freed from, um, as it's described here by Prabhupada, um, the glamour of a householder's worldly possessions and thus to become subservient to worldly men. Whenever we work for another person, we're helping them to become successful in what they value in life. So if a worldly person is addicted to mediating illicit sex, gambling, and intoxication, and we help them to become successful at that, then we become bound by the reactions that's a result of that. So we have to be very careful this is basically a warning here um, by Sukadev Goswami's example that we must be very careful. Even someone as advanced and as exalted as Sukadev Goswami who could instruct the emperor of the world um, and who's responsible for this entire Srimad Bhagavatam, he is um, showing us an example of how cautious we have to be in our spiritual life not to fall down. Okay, so I'm going to stop here. Thank you everyone for your kind attention. I hope you have a wonderful day. In Krishna consciousness, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.